This is the Endless Ranters Podcast. Get it on. Get it on. This is Jaden. This is Chris. Welcome to episode 22 of the Endless Rainers podcast, the podcast for Adam Carolla fans by Adam Carolla fans. Thanks for listening and subscribing, and thanks for supporting the show. We really appreciate it. Uh, we're coming off a pretty exciting weekend. Um, I know, Jaden, I sent you a bunch of pictures, but uh, yeah, at in LA at the ACS 10-year anniversary live podcast. So that was really cool. Got in late Friday night, you know, met a lot of great people on Saturday and we went out uh, for drinks and all that. So, yeah, it's a really, really great time. So yeah, it uh, looked like y'all had fun. I wish, wish I could have been there, but like I said, uh, like we were talking about off the air, it's, you know, I, I, I make my sound myself sound like more of an introvert than I actually am, which I, I am kind of, I've just always been like that. I just always just preferred, you know being alone and whatever but there's it's not just that it's uh i have dogs that i don't really have anybody else to take care of plus i love them and i miss them if i'm gone for more than a few hours and uh you know just with my jobs and stuff you know like i just i lose money i don't not only do i spend money to go but i also lose money by not being here but also i fucking hate traveling and i fucking hate people so that doesn't add it you know that doesn't help doesn't yeah it doesn't help anything but yeah it it looked like you had fun i was i was uh I was Jelly Forelli for sure. Yeah, this was kind of a new thing for me because I, I'm guessing this is really the first, other than a music concert, this is the first time I've ever flown, you know, halfway across the country to participate in, you know, an, an entertainment, you know, show that I watched or liked or loved. You know what I mean? Um, but definitely worth it. We had a great time, and uh, so yeah. Uh, so Saturday evening, it all started with all the ace holes together, at least, you know, for us, it, we met at about six thirty, seven o'clock Saturday night at Corolla studios, Corolla one studios. So nice. Big shout out to Kalen bean. I'm sure he's not listening to this, but, uh, he hooked us up and he, um, he opened the studio for us, let a bunch of us in maybe 15, 20, 25 people. I don't know. I, I'm not good at counting crowds, but. Um, yeah, he was there. We were there for, uh, between the studio and the warehouse. I think we were there for a good couple hours, maybe more. Uh, so he, that was really cool. He sacrificed his time, which I'm, I'm sure in a busy weekend, he did that for us. He was the only, only person from Corolla studios there. Um, and that was great. It was, re- it was really, yeah. Now that I, the more I think about it, the more it was a really cool thing that he did for us so yeah that must have been really surreal like seeing and and being in the studio that you you'd seen so many times kind of like on pictures and stuff yes crazy it was crazy having it was crazy for me i mean it was even somewhat surreal for me and my lame ass just like it was surreal seeing pictures of that studio coming through your you know coming from your phone you know yeah so, yeah, it was something I had like pieced together in my head from still photos, but then yeah, being there live was was really cool. Um, but mostly yeah. because of the people. 
you know, because I think, I don't know, one of the overrated things in life is being there. Mm-hmm. So it was cool, uh, without a doubt, to see everything and to be in the studio and sit there and, um, you know, kind of see the, I don't know what they call it, where the producers sit. Yeah. Dawson the, and those the guys. Control, the control, control room. room. Uh, but mostly it was the people, you know? Yeah. Um, and I'm, I'm sending you like a, a bunch of texts. I was like, get, get pictures of the equipment. Please. Yeah. Get a picture of the mixer. And I was like, I thought I just did send you a picture of the mixer, but it was bolts, you know? Yeah. Um, no, I, I just wanted to drop see machine. as much. Yeah. I wanted to see as much of their equipment as I could. Yeah. So I'm so like curious of what their setup is, but I'm probably the only guy fucking, you know, probably the, one of the only listeners that, that's, that nerds out on that kind of stuff. Yeah, the place is really uh it was is decorated really nice. Uh just all kind of ace memorabilia. There's a taboo two poster. <laughs> uh which is I don't know, it's all kind of like, yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Different art, a couple cars at the at the studio and trophy case. Uh but yeah, then after an hour and a half or so, maybe longer, we went to the warehouse where Adam's cars are. Um, that was cool. That was something new because I don't think I'd seen much of that, but they have, you know, like a full bar in there, sofas, oh wow, um, multiple sofas, like kind of lounge area. Um, I, I can't tell you that I did pour myself a glass of Adam Carolla's Jameson, Jameson nice. whiskey there at the bar. Uh, you know, Sweet. that's a cool moment. But great yeah. people met a lot of great people. That got to get back to that. Uh, one of one of which is our guest tonight, Jeff Lovin. Great guy. Met us out Saturday night. Uh, also, kind of led us to a couple places Saturday night after uh, being at the studio in the warehouse. Uh, great guy. Really, really fun to be around. So, a funny guy as well. Uh, and then uh, just a bunch more. If we go kind of into shout outs, like. Um, Nick North, thanks, buddy. He was just really supportive of the show and uh, want to have him on soon. So that that was cool. That was very memorable. Uh, Addy was there. Super super fan, Addy. Mm-hmm. Ultra fan, Addy. Ultra fan, yes. yeah. I was gonna say. Well, yeah. Both, both. But yeah, well, we was, agreed that she's above. She's above Geo. Yeah. As far as like you know, non different class, uh, you know. Yeah. Yeah, different different class of fan. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, great great to see everybody. Rob Castaneda was there, of course. Uh, met some folks that I really hadn't interacted much with, like Melissa Birch. That was cool. Hi, Melissa. It's good to good to meet you in person. I'm sure I'll leave out a bunch of names, but obviously, you know, Christina was there, of course. Uh, Laura, Mandy. Oh, Mandy. Yeah, old Mandy. Yeah. <laughs> But I don't know. I, I already told you I'm not going to try to recount all the names because I won't be able to. But uh, yeah, we're we're having another Mandy on. Uh, I don't know if she actually got scheduled, but she emailed us, and so we're going to have to bust out the Barry Manilow for her as well. Oh yeah, Giebler, Diebler, Diebler. Yeah, yes, something like that. Yeah, yes. So we'll be having her on soon. Shout out to her. Thanks for yep. thanks for hitting us up. But uh, yeah, man, it sounds sounds like it sounded and, and and looked like y'all had a ton of fun. Yeah, was, so I, I would have. I would have loved to have been there, it but was great. once again, I fucking hate traveling, and uh, yeah, I was just sitting here with my dick in my hand. So yeah, that was that was fun too. <laughs> All right, so Sunday, 
was the night of the show. Got there. Um, the Peterson Museum is very nice, for sure. I, I had no idea what, what to expect, so it was kind of all new to me being, being at a live podcast. But uh, it was nice, really nice place, classy joint. Um, yeah, live podcast was good. Jimmy was funny in person. It was cool to see Adam and Jimmy kind of standing there on stage next to each other before they sat down. Um, Lynette got up on stage and spoke for a little bit, gave a shout out to the ace holes, which was cool. And I noticed that, and then on Monday's podcast or was it Monday or Tuesday's podcast, ace gave another thank you to the ace holes. So begrudgingly, begrudgingly, <laughs> um, but the live show was great. I got to meet bald Brian, um, got my picture taken with him as I was approaching where ace was there he was about to take off and another group called him back and he was like okay one more um so i i think i just waited too long uh in the area where you could drink you couldn't take your drinks out of the out of the the room where they um recorded the podcast so i think i waited too long and missed my opportunity to to talk to ace for a second but i don't know next time he said they're going to try to do that every year so that's kind of cool hmm yeah, yeah, and I'm I'm weird. Like anytime I'm around a cele- like anytime I've had the chance to, you know, like the opportunity to meet a celebrity and like take a picture. I just I'm like I don't want to bother. I'm I'm one of those guys. I'm just like, ah, oh, fucking. They get yeah. They get they get enough of that. And I'm also the kind of guy that I, that, that that whole thing kind of carries um, carries over into my my approach to women or my non approach to women. It's like believe it or not, I don't hit on women. Like, I just, I assume they just get enough of it. And it's like, I don't want to be another jerk off. Like, you know, like, Hey baby, what's up? It's like, if, if, if a woman, if, if a woman is into you, like she'll kind of let you know, you know? So I just try not to bother. I'm, I'm just one of those guys. It's just with celebrities. They just, they just women, come to I, you. I try. Yeah. I just, they just show well, up at no, your no, front no. door. No, no, no. Um, I'm just saying like, I just, I just try not to bother people. And I've had people give me shit about it. It's like, I don't give my number to 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 or i'm sorry i don't i don't ask chicks for their number i'll say if i think they're into me or whatever i'll be like here's my number give me a call if you feel like it it's like a no pressure sale and then i've I've had chicks tell me they'll be like they'll be like yeah but i'm old-fashioned it's like no the guy has to call her you know and it's like i'm trying to do you a favor bitch like what are you tripping you know have you ever heard that um chick chicks say that like I felt like I was being polite and they'll be like, no, that's, that's a pussy move. I'm like, okay, well I was trying to be, you know, I was trying to not make them feel uncomfortable. You know, I think they're just, you know, by nature, women are confusing. So it's like, <laughs> yeah. whatever, whatever you do, you know, you sh- maybe you should have done the opposite or yeah. Yeah. You know, they're just kind of built to keep us confused. Yep. So, I, I yeah. can agree to, I can yeah, agree with that. What are you going to do? Yeah. So, um, yeah, so uh, everybody, check us out. Social media, Facebook, the Endless Rainers podcast, Facebook group. Uh, you've got Twitter at Endless Ranters. You've got Instagram at Endless Rainers podcast. So check them all out. And if you listen to the show, try to leave us a review, you know, on whatever app you listen to or not. Yeah, so we did some shout outs. We talked about the, you know, the the weekend. It was a great weekend. I'm sure we'll probably get into it more with Jeff. But uh 
yeah, let's let's go find him and get him in studio. Yes, sir. All right, we're back with Jeff Lovin. So Jeff is a former admin of the Adam Carolla Facebook group, the Ace Holes group as we know it now. Uh, he was the creator, possibly, he'll correct me if I'm wrong, of the Ace Hole Awards, or at least the person that uh, first managed that uh, in the first couple years with a bunch of creative uh, categories. And uh, just met Jeff Saturday night this past weekend in LA, and it was uh, great. So without further ado, Jeff, welcome to the podcast. How are you, brother? I'm doing, doing great. Thanks for having me. Oh, oh yeah. you bet. Thanks and, for uh, uh, joining us with you know short notice. We had a yeah, no worries. Change uh, at the last minute. I feel like um, like Adam when Jimmy uh, Kimmel doesn't have a guest, they just uh, call him up and ask him to come on the show. So. <laughs> oh no no you're 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 far better than that. <laughs> we're, we're actually happy to have you. We're not just res- resorting back to you. You basically, well, because we didn't have. Um, I mean, it it was only a matter of time before we got to you. I mean, we, you would, yeah. right, Chris? He would have been on in a couple weeks anyway. Yeah, yeah. with uh, so we just you just got bumped up. So that's all that happened in the yeah, early days uh, when Super Groupy Rich created the one the first group. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, you were one of the first names recommended. You know. Oh, really? So yeah, I guess you know Christina had invited a bunch of uh, former ace holes and current ace hole friends to the group, and yeah, a bunch of guys like yourself joined in. Um, yeah, and I think maybe it was Cody that yeah was like got to get this guy on as soon as oh. possible. So yeah, well, that's like the guy who I can't wait to hear is if you guys interview uh, Cody Cook. Really. Uh, yeah, I yeah. love to hear his story. Okay, uh, is, is, oh, he so, the, is he on the schedule? Or his name is on the list. I mean, here's the deal: we have a long list I can of imagine. folks, and we we just, I mean, we I um, try not to schedule things too far out in advance because I think we've got a good rhythm down, a good kind of weekly schedule, Wednesdays and Saturdays. But I don't know, life is a little still a little bit unpredictable. Yeah, as I, I've experienced in the last few weeks. So, um, yeah, just try not to like schedule it too too far out in advance. So, uh, but I think I told you, Jeff, if anyone has commented or shown any interest in being a guest on the Endless Rainers, you're on the list. So oh. Don't worry. Yeah. So. Oh, appreciate it. But um, yeah, no, you were correct. I I did come up with the the Ace Hole Awards. It was you know it was just like I came up with the idea after hearing one of their award shows and I go, oh, that'd be cool if we did it for ourselves. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's and right. so like I, I did like a, like a voting page where like I took a bunch of nominations and then I just put them in there and everybody could vote for it. And then I just made some stupid graphic on Photoshop and put the winners on there. So that's cool. What, what year was that? Um, yeah. I think the first year was 2015 mm. or 2014. That's cool. Um, and then I did it for two years and then I left the group and stopped listening to Adam right after that. Somewhere <laughs> yeah, around we'll, we'll get to that later. Yeah. <laughs> I definitely want to hear more about that. It's but a lot of work, I'm guessing. Yeah, it, yeah. yeah, it is. But, uh, you know, I, my day job is an IT manager and I hate it and I'm so bored. So I just find different ways to occupy my time. And that was one of yeah. them. Well, hopefully they're not listening. 
But I bet that <laughs> there's like a 50 50 chance there. Yeah, exactly. Not I bet like that, though, you're, if you're going to do something, that you want to do it really well. So it's like, if, you know, it just kind of runs its course because, I don't know, it's an admin or the yeah. creator, you know, like being a creative person. Yeah, it's, you probably put a lot into it. Yeah, yeah it's, it's kind of hard to sustain, you know. Exactly. Yeah, and I, I see your photos and stuff. Like you're a really talented for photographer. You're a photographer too. Oh, right? thank you so much. That means yeah, a lot. Yeah. Thank you. You do a lot of cool shit. But anyway, uh, we're getting ahead of ourselves. So, where are you calling from? Uh, I'm in Costa Mesa, California, Southern California, about 35 miles from LA. So it's anywhere between one to three hours from from LA, mm, depending yeah. on what time of day. Mm-hmm. So is what's that? A, is that south or north? Yes, of yes LA? south. It's basically in between L.A. and San Diego. So is Costa Mesa one of those cities in California that sounds a lot better than it is, or it, it's exactly what it sounds like, which uh, is like you know, kind of it paradise? pretty neutral. Yeah, it's, well, so it, uh, it's, it, it's in the O.C., Orange County. Um, so when that sh- first that show came out, it was it was utterly ridiculous to us that people called it the OC because we've never referred to it as that. Not exactly yeah. Here. Um, but no, it's like, there is some really bad parts of uh, Costa Mesa, you know, the barrio as we call it, but then there's some other <laughs> nice parts. So it's got a little bit of everything. The barrio where the houses are only a quarter million. Um, <laughs> yeah. Like that. Yeah. So is it, is that where you're from? Like originally that's where you grew up. Yeah. So, um, I was born and raised here, and then when I was seven years old, my parents got divorced, and my mom moved me out to Texas. And when I met Chris on Saturday, I told him this. So, like, we moved out to the suburbs of Dallas uh, mm. when I was seven. I lived there for a couple of years in a little town called Casalinda, I think it was. It was right next to White Rock Lake. Mm-hmm. And then um, and after that, we moved an hour west of Dallas to a little town called Lone Oak. And I lived there until I started high school. Then I moved back to California, and then I've been here since. Nice. Oh, so Costa Mesa, that's like right by Newport Beach, and I've been yeah. there. That's, yeah. That's beautiful. That's a beautiful we're, area. Yeah, we're right next to Huntington Beach and Newport Beach. So Yeah. That, that, it's hard to believe there's any barrios in that area, but all right. Oh, <laughs> well, Huntington has a big barrio, and uh, Costa Mesa does too. Newport doesn't, but uh, Yeah. I guess I didn't search those out as a tourist. Yeah. <laughs> well, because we're, we're, we're also close to Santa Ana, and the whole, basically all of Santa Ana is a barrio, but uh, Santa Ana is cool, but, yeah. Yeah. So so when did you start uh, listening to, to Ace? Well, since I grew up here, um, and K-Rock was one of the local stations, I first started listening to Adam when he was Mr. Burcham, when he would call in. Oh, wow. He and might be the... So, I You're and so he was on K yes he was on K Rock in the mornings on Kevin and Bean and I hated Kevin and Bean but Jimmy was a sports guy and then Adam would call in and I thought those two guys were the funniest guys ever Jimmy was so funny and Adam as Mr Bertram was hilarious so I became an instant fan it's like at first you know for the first I want to say couple of months or year like nobody actually knew it was Adam. They just thought it was Mr. Bertram because they never really, he was just calling as him. Yeah. I and, mean, and he, yeah, no one really knew who Adam was at the time. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then they would have, 
Mr. Bertram would call in, and then Adam would come back into the studio after the commercial break. Like, oh, what a coincidence. Adam Kroll is here, and Mr. Bertram just called in, and they would just kind of make fun uh, of it like that. But Ace has talked about that as if he literally just called in. Like, yeah, well, maybe he's kind of mixing the. Yeah, he so he was call. in studio. Yeah, no, no. Well, at the beginning, he would call in, but as he became more of a regular, he would actually pop into the studio after it became like a, a known name. But, well, this is, yeah, I think this is the furthest back. I mean, a lot of guests yeah. have said uh, um, Loveline or yeah. the radio show, but I don't think anybody said Mr. Yeah. Bertram. Yeah. So that was, so I graduated high school in 90, and I used to listen to him while I was driving to high school. So it had to have been like 89, 90 when I was listening to Mr. Bertram. So and that's... okay. Like well, that's, I'm class of 90 been, also. Yeah. yeah, so that was like 30 years I've been a fan of Adam. Oh, shit. So so you introduced yourself, basically. Like yeah. you just came You just came across him completely organically. That's badass. Yeah. So, so, so you didn't like Kevin and Bean. You just listened to it because that was the station at the time? Well, I would flip know? around. Um, Mark and Brian was on KLOS, and they were the other big morning DJs. And so I would just pop around to see, like, you know, during the commercials, I would always switch stations to see what else is playing. And Kevin and Bean just always annoyed me because it just, they seemed so fake and phony to me. Same here. Same Because they were, because they were, when I was in high school, they were like 30 years old, but they would talk like they're in high school. So I felt like they were just pandering to younger kids. And I just thought they were so fake. And I'm like, oh my God, just, just be yourself. Stop trying to act like a 16-year-old to get more listeners. I'm guessing that morning radio or drive-time radio, there's like just a just a formula, or it probably be oh, hard absolutely. not to not to pander. You know what I mean? So yeah, they've I've never heard them before. They've actually admit they've actually admitted before that they would try to talk to their uh, target demographic. Yeah, and I was just like, uh, but Pussies. but Jimmy as a sports guy was he was so fucking funny. Yeah, so was it do you I'll remember have to look that up? Do you remember was there a specific like instance that that you that you got hooked on uh on on Adam Carolla? Yeah, it was well, I mean it was at him as Bertram and he was just yelling at the high school kids and I was in mm-hmm. high school and I was like, "Oh my god, this guy is so funny. I wish he was one of my teachers because <laughs> like I uh, you know, So I, you thought I, he was real. You thought I did. he was No, I, oh, yeah. that's cool. Absolutely. I've got a I got a similar, well, yeah, this is a stretch, but similar was, uh, for me, it's maybe like mid, late nineties on a commute. There was a radio station. I couldn't even tell you who the DJs were, but it was morning drive time. And Larry, the cable guy called in, you know, it was like the first time I had heard him and I was like, holy shit, is this guy real? Like, yeah, exactly. It was just, he was doing his shtick, but the first time you heard it back then with you know yeah. limited internet it was like who, who the hell oh this guy's real like yeah that's weird that's weird that a real cable guy would call into a radio <laughs> show i've heard a lot of good things about him and adam has actually said a lot of good things about him like yeah how funny he was back in the obviously i mean i don't know not hating on the guys his comedy is a little bit uh it's not my thing uh larry the cable guy yeah. or whatever now but adam had a lot of really good things like positive things to say about him from from what i remember at least from those early days you know and yeah i I'd, think 
either Adam said or it's been said that when he's not on stage doing his thing, that he's pretty much talks like a normal guy. Yeah. You know, I've heard that. I heard that yeah. as well from a lot of yeah. like comedian podcasts, which would make yeah. sense because it's if if he's that character all the time, that's yeah, oh, yeah. be hard to have a relationship with anyone or be exhausting. <laughs> yeah. So, so is there uh, what what's uh, is there anything that you disagree with Adam about? <laughs> well, yeah, basically, we've been getting a lot of that lately. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, I stopped listening to him two years ago, almost exactly. Actually. Yeah, I think it's two years exactly to this week that I stopped listening to Adam. Oh wow! Um, it's funny you. What do you? Did you have it marked on your calendar? No, <laughs> just like well, fuck Ace, and there's like him scribbling. <laughs> fucking, I have stop I listening anniversary. I got like a memento <laughs> tattoo, and it's just like uh, nice. John G uh, murdered Adam murdered Mike. <laughs> that is one of my favorite my movies. Face. You just got so many points right now, but yeah, go ahead. Well, I I, yeah, I own actually. I still have the DVD of Memento, so it's that like, movie was exhausting. I have the. I have the. Ad- Oh, actually, so all right, that's Chris. Everybody, <laughs> no, um, one of my favorite movies of all time. I have the director's cut with like the whole DVD sleeve. Oh, it's wow. like a, 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 a psychiatrist clipboard. But either way, so you, so you, you, what was what what happened? So that all right. So I've been a fan of Adam my whole life. I like. I want to give him his his proper due before I like say why I quit on him. Um. You know, so I, I listened to him and he was on Mitchell Burcham on K-Rock. And then when I saw the buses driving around Southern California with that he was going to be on morning radio taking over Stern Spot on KLSX, I was so happy because I loved him so much. So I listened to his radio show here in L.A. like every day. And then when he went off the air and he just like announced it like on a Thursday and I think Tuesday was his last day, or I forgot the timing, but it was something. It was really a short. Friday and a Monday, I yeah. think, is what Ira was saying. Because Ira was saying the same thing. He he told us about the, was it? Yeah, that was Ira, right? I, yeah, I think so. I think about the Ace the, has said that he recorded the first podcast on a Sunday. Yeah. So I was so bummed when he announced that the his show was going off the air because I I work in you know like a morning office job and hit listen to him. I would bring in. Like before podcast, I would bring in a little like clock radio and just tune it into KLSX and listen to them every like at my desk and just annoy my coworkers because I was in a cubicle. But I didn't care. <laughs> oh wow, you're that guy. I was that guy. Yeah. Oh so, wow. Um, a hero, but also a cunt. <laughs> yeah. But then when he like so when the radio show canceled and then he was going to start a podcast, I listened to the first episode and. I was trying to think back was I think was I don't know if Andy Dick was the first episode or his first guest that he recorded into his house with the cigar that Donnie kept and I think it was his first guest because I know the first episode was just him kind of I think so yeah kind of explaining what they were you know just kind of like setting the table for whatever they were planning on doing. Uh, so February twenty third. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I listened to every episode, and then um, leading up to t- March of twenty seventeen, I just kind of like I used. To, all right, let me back up. So every time you introduce a new podcast, I would listen to that too. So I was listening to Ace on the House, uh, the Doctor A and Adam and Drew, yeah, and R D R D, and then. When I started hearing the same stories on every podcast, yeah. I, I, I stopped 
subscribing to one yeah. after another. Like, okay, I don't need to listen to Ace on the House anymore. Uh, and mm-hmm. then I stopped listening oh, to R and D. That's then, a yeah, that's an interesting. Uh, I don't know, dynamic or whatever, whatever you might call it. Yeah, if the more you fair. listen that's, to, that's, that's yeah. totally fair. That's I got, a fair I thing got, to say. Yeah, it was. I was tired of hearing the same stories over and over again, and I like I just kept wishing like if he would do less podcast, his material would be so much better. But he's spread across so thin. He's doing so many hours yeah. per week. There's something. There's only so much material you can do. Maybe yeah, that's even, one even reason. Somebody, even somebody as brilliant as him is like, yeah, exactly. Only... I don't listen to the other podcasts very often. Like, really, uh, what it would be when I travel is when I would maybe get into Reasonable Doubt and ADS. Although I have kind of listened to Reasonable Doubt a couple times the last month or so. But yeah, maybe that's why it's yeah. kind of still fresh to me. Or uh, yeah, you haven't had to en- you haven't endured or... as as much as like because like because Bonnie I never was, got into those other other shows. Yeah. yeah, well, it's like Bonnie was saying like she spends eight hours a day and like she'll just run through them and like she apparently can handle it. And um, yeah. who who else? Uh, who, who was yeah? Andrew, you know, he was saying he listens to all of them. Is like they're better people than I am. <laughs> like I, I just I could I'm I'm you know I'm totally with you Jeff like I can't hear the fucking same stories like they yeah. power through it like so more power to them like kudos but I yeah I I I unsubscribe I mean if we're you know if we're gonna be honest I I unsubscribe to um you know A and D and and R D I I unsubscribe to those uh I don't remember what did I tell you Chris like a year or two ago yeah I mean I don't unsubscribe to any of them I just don't have them downloading no. it really doesn't you know the act of unsubscribing that's really kind of <laughs> that's an act <laughs> I just I just go in there and I just go in there and just say don't download you know yeah. so it's there if I want to listen to it and stream it but oh okay not giving it the uh the memory on my phone I guess yeah well I I hate I I rage quitted <laughs> I like I I slammed my finger on the unsubscribe I was like fuck you for which one yeah reasonable uh, doubt uh well no that wasn't so much of a hate uh, it was more a and d that i that i rage quit but i'm i'm just and i got a ton of shit about this like a few days ago i, I posted something about the whole jesse smollett thing and how oh. mark garagos is represented it's like this guy is just a fucking media whore exactly and it's just like dude I, like i get that he's a lawyer and like i had a bunch of people posting on there i don't know if y'all saw this and they're like uh, that's what he does, man. Like, I don't think you understand what a lawyer is. Like, yes, I fucking understand what a lawyer is, but it's not an excuse. There's, yeah, there's a difference between trying to convince the the jury and the judge, and then going out on your own free time and trying to convince people that listen to your fucking podcast. And it was like that's when I realized, like, ah, Garagos is kind of a piece of shit. Yeah, he seems like a decent guy, and I, I understand. I, one could argue. I mean, he's really just going above and beyond for his clients. So in a way, like I kind of respect that. But as far as like from a listener's perspective, it's like I can't I can't sit here and listen to somebody try to try to defend Jesse or or Kaepernick or any of these assholes it, it, on, on yeah. their free time, you know? Recent recently <laughs> on ACS, there's been like minimum five to ten minutes spent on kind of uh being a Mark Garrigus apologist you know what i mean it'll it'll come up somehow in the news and then ace will you know 
I don't know, talk about him. And I think in that Michael Jackson documentary, they, they played a clip of Garagos that was really out of context. Oh yeah. You yeah. know, that, was, that uh, so was a little weird. Yeah. Ace felt the need to, you know, go off on that for 10 plus minutes and uh, make sure everybody knew that, you know, Garagos <laughs> wasn't that bad, but uh, one interesting thing, I, and I just listened to it this evening or on the way home. I don't know if it was the, the last couple days episode or one of the last weeks that the, you know, podcast player just kind of, went into but yeah i think maybe it was brad williams asked if if he was a media whore or a scholar and they kind of talked a little (laughs) bit about how he is he is a legal he's both that he's he knows the law inside and out and can quote you know whatever but yeah i was but he's also you know he's also a media whore yeah, well, I was a fan at first, and I, I love hearing that behind-the-scenes stuff of, like, cases and, like, you know, the whole, uh, what's it, Scott, uh, Scott, was Peterson. it Peterson? Yeah, yeah so the, I like hearing about it, all that kind of behind-the-scenes stuff, and um, did he do the the brothers, was that him, too, that did the, the, the brothers that murdered their, the twin brothers that murdered their parents who the was Mendez that? brothers Men- oh yeah menendez was that him too or no i don't think uh, so yeah i might have com- i might be conflating might, it, i don't know either way um it's like he represented certain- the mom of the that uh the movie heat like bank heist with the oh the north you know, Hollywood fire. Shooting. yeah 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 with yeah the, that was represented the mom, fascinating man. yeah um at first, I was totally all about Garagos, but then once I realized, like, he is just, he's a little, uh, there's a sweet spot, and we've talked about this many times, me and Chris have talked about a sweet spot between an entertaining guest, like, uh, an interesting guest, and then somebody that's trying too hard. Yeah. And at a certain point, he crossed the line for me, but either way, you know, that that was kind of the point that I I. Uh, unsubscribe from uh from rd was the the whole kaepernick thing and he started defending kaepernick in his in his free time and it's like hey you're not trying to sell the case to us you're trying to convince a jury do that but once he started actually believing his own like not hype but once he tried to started trying to sell the bullshit Mm. I, i get that that's his job sell it to the courtroom don't try to sell it to me i'm fucking subscribing to your podcast you know that was when i kind of kind of did it. but um so so you just you unsubscribed it was just a repetition thing you, yeah you so it was, it was like now, what slowly, was the final straw um so the final straw so i was slowly one by one i was down i i unsubscribed to all his podcasts and i got down to just the regular acs and he was just wearing thin on me that he every time he had just come in to the studio, he was just always in a bad mood and he would just start off was like, I just got something to complain about. And it just, you know, and so every morning I would just listen to Adam and I was finding myself listening to him first thing in the morning. I was just listening to two hours or hour and a half of some guy just complaining, (laughs) setting me in a negative mood for the rest of the day. So it was wearing on me. And so I found myself fast forwarding a lot of parts. Um, skipping entire episodes and it was just it was wearing on me but his negativity on everything and i understand that like that's kind of, it was kind of ironic because that was what first like uh attract me to him that he was like he was saying stuff and complaining about stuff that nobody else was and it's like oh my god this guy gets it 
But yeah. then after mm-hmm. years and years of just listening and complaining about the same things, it kind of just started, it was like nails on a chalkboard to me. And I, then, yeah. I, I, go ahead. Sorry. So the final straw was in March of 2017, I went to Nepal with a, with a nonprofit group. And when I was there, I saw, I've been all around the world and like South America and all these other places. And I've seen some really bad poverty, but the poverty I saw in Nepal was just really bad. But these people in Nepal were the happiest and most grateful people I've ever met in my life. They had literally nothing and they were so polite and they were so happy. Yeah, and it that. really it had a, such a huge profound effect on me because it made me realize how much we take for granted here and how much I take for granted. And how much I just let, like, if the line at Starbucks is too long, I just lose my shit. And I started feeling so guilty. There's so much more to life than this bullshit. It is like, it is like if, if you live in a first world country, especially the United States, you know, it is, it's literally, it's a different universe. Yeah. I said literally, you know, but it, it, it is, it is like a different universe than mm-hmm. I'm sure those folks that you met are like Indians, mm-hmm. Indian, you know, poor Indian kids that, uh, you know, go through garbage piles yeah. to get plastic or something to recycle for 10 cents. Exactly. And just, they were, just to eat a meal every day. Yeah. And they were so happy. I mean, they were just, you would just see these people that were just getting by and they had nothing, but they were happy and discontent. And I just yeah, started survival is enough. Yeah, I just feel guilty about how much just abundance we have and how much we just let stupid shit make us mad. And then when I came back and then I just hear Adam complaining that somebody left the jar off the fucking nuts and he runs, he complains about it for 30 <laughs> minutes. So I was just like, I'm done. I can't. Okay. Do well, I will defend him. In a, no, I feel uh, bad. A little, a no, little I feel bit. like an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I will. I will defend him in a, a little bit and just be like and I, I say this all the time he has to fill time on the yeah, radio no, so absolutely. i think that a lot of it is like a reach you know so but there also is something i mean you're obvious you're you're definitely right but um i would say i mean there's a little bit of a a, a cushion or a, a tolerance yeah. for that you know um uh, kind of aspect of it is yeah. that is that he is filling time so i think ace is a Ace is a pro, so he knows the deal. He knows that yeah. he's going to lose listeners. He knows that he's got to grow his listenership, you know, by doing the net, the not Taco Bell material thing or the dog. I mean, I'm sure some of those things he does are kind of a loss leader. Like, you know, he's not going to make any money off of uh, not Taco Bell material or probably not, you know, with the yeah. whole tug theater thing and getting just a percentage of that. But, and then what he put into it. But, uh, I'm guessing yeah. a lot of those things are basically to bring more attention to his podcast and kind of get more downloads, more subscribers, and that's kind of yeah. where that's kind of where it's at for him. So it seems like I, it's I'm more of a bucket that. list. It seems like it's more of a bucket list item because it's like me with with my music and my podcast. Uh, my well, Talk Time Radio available on all, all your favorite podcasts. <laughs> like, it, it's like, I know I'm not going to get anything out of it, but it's just kind of that thing. It was just like, I wanted to do this. I have to get it out there. I have to do it. I, I know it's not going to ever pay any real dividends. I, I felt yeah. like it was, it was kind of, um, because he was talking about on, 
uh, I think it was on Rogan's podcast. He came on and he was talking about, I think at the time it was uh, the hammer or maybe it was road hard or whatever, but he basically just said he, he kind of wanted to leave a legacy. Mm -hmm. And so I think that that's more of what it is, is like, I, he probably realizes it's not his strong suit. You know, like we've all kind of agreed that his stand up comedy is a little bit stiff. It's a little bit contrived. It's a little bit, you know, forced. Um, but he, I think it's just that it's like a bucket list item. You know, like Chris wants to rip off a bulletproof vest. And That's right. <laughs> wins slightly. <laughs> By the way, do you have any bucket list items like that? Yeah. Before we get to the I mean, it's so funny because I remember all the ones that Adam used to talk about. And I used His to are great. Too. Yeah, His Chris sent me. Great. Chris sent me a list. Uh, what was that? Like a couple weeks ago, you sent me that list. It's like somebody actually went and like. Oh yeah, yeah. There's a yeah there's, on there's Reddit a Reddit page that yeah. lists all of them. And it's Chris in his sent, book. I think it's in one really? of his books too. Yeah, Chris um, sent me this Reddit link, and I was just fucking dying laughing. I was actually at the at at the at the vet getting my dog's uh, nails cut, and I'm just like sitting there laughing my balls off because like some of the stuff that because like I only really really only half of them I I was aware of, and then the other half it just caught me by surprise. And I was laughing my balls off, but um. <laughs> You know, uh, do, so is there anything that Ace would hate about you aside from you unsubscribing? Um, yeah, probably my taste in music and food. Um, that was one of the things I huh. always, I have always disagreed with him on. Is like he always felt like he his taste in music and his taste in food is the only way to go, and there's no yeah, that's yeah. It was like I can put ketchup on a hot dog. I don't fucking care. It's like if it tastes really? good to you, yeah, if it tastes good to you, then just do it. Like, yeah, I put a ketchup on a hot dog every now and then. What? I like the yeah. Beastie Boys. I like Chili Peppers. All right, like I'm going to be doing the rest of this podcast. So much, so. <laughs> no. Okay, but, 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 do, but do, do y'all like brown mustard? Do you yeah. like yeah, Dijon yeah. mustard? Uh, I mean, the, or ketchup? Uh, what would you choose? If I have a brat, I like a dark mustard. Maybe yeah, yeah whatever they that. call it, a spicy mustard. Okay. If I have a like brat a, yeah. or a sausage... If I'm honestly, if I'm having a regular hot dog that I'll make for my kids sometimes, you know, because I'm, you know, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna spend extra money on a brat they're not gonna appreciate. But you know, then <laughs> yeah, it's kind of uh, that's just kind of natural to put ketchup yeah. on that bad boy. You know, like a cheap, <laughs> a cheap grocery store <laughs> yeah. bun, like uh, and like well, a but, you know no, but Oscar Mayer wiener. Okay, but why would? But if you have brown mustard in in the house or like spicy mustard or whatever i'm kind of unclear on that whole well, thing like, what is, like what is gray you just want to go back to the basics it's like it ketchup i on never hot dog did just reminds I, me of my childhood it's like that just yeah. it's like a nostalgic yeah, well, wiener, wieners remind me of my grandfather also if i sometimes i will put i'll put um yeah i don't i, don't, I can't explain ketchup, it, but really. i will put ketchup i've never me. put ketchup even when i was little really? as yeah, i've, I've said before man. no one tells me what i'm gonna put on my <laughs> you know that I don't know assholes and lips of a pig uh, Jesus you know, Christ pouch or cylinder that with spare okay, body so, parts okay so you so you like Beastie Boys also yeah I like Beastie Boys I like it just I'm just gonna give you the I just yeah. you know, there you go. Uh, yeah. it was nice to know you though but so Beastie why? Boys are great was there another uh, band or um, musician no, fish? I mean, I think Beastie, fish Beastie Boys is the one he most shit on that I'm like, you know what, I like him. But he just, he just doesn't like certain music like, um, 
like house and DJ. I'm not a big fan of it, but I can see under I can understand why people get into it. Like I've shot a couple of uh, like house and DJ shows, and it's not like my cup of tea. I don't. I would never listen to it on my own, but everybody there is having a good time. Yeah, they're, they're enthusiastic like, as fuck. Just yeah. let people have a good time, and if they like it, then you know that's cool with me. I don't like don't spend time hating on what other people like. Yeah, there's some cool shit out there. You can do it very tastefully. Oh. You know, there's some good shit like um uh Morgan Page or um uh Mord Fustang. I don't know if you've ever I heard don't know. No. But okay. I know my boy well, Chris Cody. of course doesn't know, but I my my whole thing with Ace was that the his taste in music, it wasn't what he didn't like, it's what it's more what he did like. That is just bland as fuck. Fucking it's like Graham Parker. Chris and... put it. Chris put it. Per, per, yeah, Chris puts it perfectly. It's fucking vanilla as fuck. Yeah, it's <laughs> like, it's like Jesus Christ. Like this is what gets you excited. Yeah, oh. I think that's kind of contrarian. Ace, like he's going. That's just his personality. He's going to like something that is not top forty. You yeah. know what I mean? Like it's gonna something that is there is consistent is just below that. <laughs> you know, but like he's, you know, he's not going to be like, oh yeah, I'm a big, I don't know, well, fill in your top 40. I'm a big U2 yeah. fan or see, fill in the, fill in the top 40 group. He's never going to be like that. Yeah. So. See, I'm a, I'm a big, huge, a big, uh, music fan. And I love everything from like punk to jazz. I mean, I'm really like, I don't listen to country or hip hop. I listen to everything else. It's just like, I can listen to Gorilla Biscuits and then I can listen to Trombone Shorty. It's just like, I love it all. Gorilla Biscuits? That's the name of a band? Oh, you don't know the Gorilla Biscuits? I'm a little... I'm <laughs> I've taken a Gorilla Biscuit. Yeah. Really? You, you've taken Quaaludes before? <laughs> At some point, yeah. Really? To, I, I, I'm, I'm jealous. I've never tried a Quaalude before, but... Uh, uh, yeah, no, I was, it was a blurry night with Cosby, but that's all I remember. <laughs> No, so uh, I don't know do you if they remember? make. Do they make those anymore? No, no, no. No, they done. don't. Yeah, Spanish flies are done. Yeah. Um, because that's isn't that what those are? Or well, Gorilla Biscuits got their name from it was like a really big size quaalude in New York at the time, and that's how they got their name. So I oh, okay, know. real yeah. real quick, just just to back up a couple minutes. So yeah. the whole Ace oh, like yeah. getting pissed <laughs> about uh, open jars of nuts oh, yeah. or well, bags of chips like i needed at that time i needed to hear that i needed yeah. to have to hear him rant and kind of live vicariously through that because i was stuck in a household where oh, yeah. nothing ever got closed oh, yeah. like oh I mean, that drives i'm me literally crazy. like walking around every day like do we like stale cereal yeah you know and i'm the asshole because nothing gets closed it's like do you like stale crackers do you like stale cereal do you like stale pretzels do you like stale yeah. tortilla yeah. chips and actually i yeah. seriously broke up with my ex because she would like she would put she would this is an attack as chris likes to put it what i always got seriously back was like what the fuck's your problem i'm like yeah what? exactly it's like it's an attack because either i understand just not putting the lid on at all what she would do is she would put it and she would put it on slightly and give it like one like quarter of a turn. Oh. And so whether it was the the toothpaste or the fucking cream, you know, that you put in your coffee is like it's a fucking attack. It's like because why are you gonna you either you have the thought of I'm gonna secure this lid or I'm not. Mm -hmm. I I get not and I get, you know, going all the way, but who the fuck? 
just gives one slight. It's like, oh, that's fucking that drives me crazy. Yeah. Like me, bottled water, because yeah. I always had bottled water. She would, she would, we, you know, we'd, you know, fuck or whatever, and we'd have a bottle of water, and then she would just take it and then just like barely screw the lid. And I was like, why not just? It takes like <laughs> it literally takes less than a second to screw it on, yeah, and secure the lid. Yeah, like one she would just extra be like, turn. Yeah, she would just give it the quarter turns like, well, we're good here and just walk away. It's <laughs> like, what the fuck? And then it was just like, you'd go to grab it and it just fucking spill all over the place. It's like a fucking, you know, infomercial, like the black and white, you know, on the infomercial. It's like, yeah. are you having trouble opening your... And it just shows some guy fumbling with something and getting seriously injured. Uh, yeah. Well, anyway. It's I'm, a fucking pain in the ass. Well, it, you know, yeah, go. The, the, the whole nuts thing, I was just trying to grab the first example, and it wasn't that particular because he does have very fucking valid points, and that's what I've always agreed with him on. But it was just every day complaining about something was what wore, kind of wore me on. You know, it's like just sure. Yeah, yeah. And, and him berating all of his employees about it. Oh, yeah. That you know, that, me. that just like, like either hire better people or just deal with it you know but they'll never be good enough that's what we yeah, realized exactly. like i always wondered like does he hire like the biggest dipshits in the world or is he just really super as it what do you call it um what's the word he always uses hypersensitive or no uh, hyper vigilant that's it hyper vigilant but okay I, so i met all the i've met all the the lackeys and they're all fucking really cool guys i've yeah because I they're on I, it for sure. Yeah, because yeah. I, I shot Adams. I shot Adams' event seven times now. Well, yeah. Oh, Back really? Back in the That's day, cool. I've shot seven different Corolla events. Uh, I shot his when he released the Twenty um, Four Hour War. I shot the Hollywood premiere of that, and then two Mangria signing events, and then four live podcasts. And I met so he's them. you're the guy that he's mentioned, maybe not by name, but you're the guy that. Uh, was a listener that volunteered your services or? Well, yeah, kind of all of them are volunteers. They don't pay you, and they always say like, "Oh, we'll promote your your website or your name." But I never got any gigs off. And then of they don't. Stuff. Yeah, that's oh, always shit. nice to just be like, "Hey, everybody, just give me free services." Yeah, exactly. But yeah. and it's like you can never ask for money because there's a lot. There's five photographers that want to shoot them for free. So yeah, and I was one of those guys, but it was just. And it was after I stopped listening to him, I just stopped asking to shoot him. It just wasn't worth my time. Yeah, All right. Well, well, to wrap up my therapy, yeah, I was under attack day, on a daily basis <laughs> with stale food and yeah, you're you're an asshole, Chris. You're an asshole for even mentioning it. Like, <laughs> and you know, I was I would say you know, if you're gonna throw away a half a bag of chips because they're stale, you know. It's it's tantamount to just putting two dollars in the trash can, like, yeah. and who who would do that? So it's more like a, as A says, it's just like a a hatred of waste. No, yeah, you know, oh, not, I, it wasn't the, the two dollars. Only... It's more like, would you take two dollars out of your wallet and just throw it in the trash can? <laughs> like, yeah, I, everybody. We've talked about this before. I don't know if it was. Uh, I think it was with Quana. We were talking about the only thing that I'm OCD about is waste. I unplug every outlet in my house before I leave every day. I'm trying to get better. I'm trying to work through this, but yeah, I was sorry, thoroughly ahead. I was thoroughly impressed when I listened to that episode and you guys were talking and, and Jaden, you were talking about what you do to leave the house. I was like, holy shit. You were impressed committed. by the my risk taking of like leaving the, <laughs> yeah. the dryer on as I leave. Because I do the no, same thing. I'm no, like, nobody start, was I'll, a fan of that. 
I'll start the wash machine and the dryer and just fucking leave and not. What? Oh, so yeah. Okay, Throw well, caution to the wind. Okay. Well, life. also, too, like I have two dogs that are my, my life. They're basically my children. And so it's like, I can't leave a live circuit. They would escape. Oh, <laughs> but was, was it climb Jamie, out the window? Have a little faith. You're going to bust through dogs. the wall like backdraft. Yeah. Have a little faith in those yeah. animals. Jaden, was it you that had the idea that like, like a master switch by the front door? It was like you turned it off and it turns everything off. That is well. It turns genius. all the unnecessary circuit stuff. Yeah, the non-essential. So the so the um, it's kind of like a constant in your car. Yeah, because your, your radio has voltage, you know, uh, coming from your battery at all times. That's how it keeps time. You know, so your fridge and your, I guess, microwave and your oven. You know, anything that needs to be on to to maintain temperature or keep time you know, has a constant, but there should be a switch on every fucking house that shuts down all the non-essentials. I agree. I, that would be amazing. Yeah. yeah, it's my next invention. After after the uh, AB uh, porn, uh, what was it? The AB Rewind? What's that? The AB, <laughs> what was it, Chris? It was, it's... It, all right. Yeah, it, yeah. So it's, it, you watch a 20-minute porn. What? <laughs> Huh? I, I Anything know. past four minutes, you lost me. What? Four, well, twenty Andrew, minutes. Well, hold on. That's the point. Is that you set your AB for that fifteen thirty seconds? That's you know the the climax of the video. Yeah. It's like that, and that's yeah, it. That, that's what you save is that that fifteen to thirty seconds. Versus, it, re- it, it, yeah. it replays it replays oh, the highlight yeah. of the. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So because you remember how on CD players replaying it. Well, because Jeff, you remember on CD players they used to have that A B function, to where it's like you could you know uh, you could play that uh, that sheriff song that thirty seconds that really just gets you you know, mm-hmm. and you could you know there was an A B function for for CD players where you could just. Just be like, this is the part that of the song that I really like. This is the only part that I want to hear for the next however long. It's just like that function for porn. I think it goes a long way. Oh, it would nice. be more strongly useful. about this. Be more yeah. useful than all right. Yeah. So, all right. So here's a way callback. So when I first started listening to Adam and he was talking about porn, this was before DVDs, and it was when porn was on VHS tapes, and he used to yes. say like. If you want to know what your friends get off on, yes. find their porn tape and put it in and press play because you'll know when they finish because that's when they stop the tape. I like, love oh. that because he would, I think we even talked, he would like, he would fast forward or rewind a minute just to throw off the roommates. I love that. Uh, or, or they thought he was into something that he wasn't into, which is like an unintended consequence. Exactly. Like, cause what if accidentally, what if one of the times he hit the automatic rewind and it landed on like the tranny segment that was before, <laughs> before his, whatever he was into. So you could kind of, you could fuck yourself. Yeah. But you know, that's what I, that's, that's what I love about, um, that's what I love about Ace. But anyway, we're going kind of long on that, yeah. uh, on that, I, on that question, but I feel uh, better. I was, I feel, I feel like freed up or, or I feel good that I got that whole chip bag, all that kind of stuff off yeah, my chest. Yeah, so yeah, let's move good. on. It feels good to vet. Okay. Well put your dick away and we'll get to the next. <laughs> um, so, uh, do you have any friends that, that listen to ACS? Um, well, 
I have a lot of friends that I met when I was an admin at the at the ACS Facebook group that I still keep in contact. Those don't count. Those don't count. But so actually Well you met them in real life, so that kind of I mean I mean so No, I'm saying like friends Oh not in your hometown. Yeah. Well no, since so since I grew up here, I have friends that knew of Mr. Bertram and they still listen to him and they're they're kind of fans and I was probably the one that listened to him the most. And I know a few of my coworkers like listened to him off and on, but they were never in the really in the Adam grew Facebook group. Uh, oh yeah. No, I, yeah, I guess that's, it's not really, wait, did I, did I say ace? They don't necessarily need to be ace holes. I, I, I guess. Um, I don't know. I don't remember how I worded it, but yeah. You, so you do have friends that oh, organically, yeah. They listen to oh that's cool yeah I have a lot of them. you're one yeah, of the yeah. first yeah right quite a few. He's, he's he's one of the first that actually has somebody yeah because yeah, like Adam's like kind of like a hometown hero to Southern California so it's like oh I yeah know, I guess I so it's a regional that, that thing know who yeah. he is and listen to him and all that yeah yeah so uh, what other well I guess we already talked about this what other Corolla digital podcasts did you listen to yeah i listened to them so all. you you unsubscribed to them all well yeah like one by one i was like all right i don't listen to ace on the house anymore because he's just yelling at ray and it was like oh <laughs> yeah he's he's just fucking berating drew and calling him a pussy i don't need to listen to that anymore yeah then, so what so what do you listen to now if you so, don't mind me asking I mean, I listen to a lot of stuff now. Like uh, right now, my my absolute my one number one favorite is. I know this is not going to go over well with you, but Bert Kreischer is my favorite right now. And that's a wrap. Yes, it is. <laughs> no, uh, you know, you know, he he's cool. He's he's a very well liked guy. I mean, obviously, this is uh, you know, w- when talk time radio is not. You know, doesn't have a new episode. That's yeah. No, that's that, I was. I meant to say that first. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I love this guy. I listened to Bert Kreischer a couple times. Didn't have a problem with it. Just yeah. Uh, just didn't. so. The reason I love Bert so much is because I just kind of went a yin yang. Because Adam was, to my mind, he was so negative and complained about everything. Bert is in love with everything. He is always in a good mood, and yeah. he just <laughs> entered. <laughs> Yeah, no, he's just, that's one of those guys would he oh my god he squeals when he like when he's laughing and he's trying to talking it fucking kills yeah. me it is so fucking funny because he's just so positive and he loves every guest yeah he's he's, just, he's great he's a very well-liked guy yeah so, i will admit i thought it became a little bit of a shtick at us at some point i think that he knows that people like that little thing that he does that i just did well, yeah. well he was on acs right he was on with he's adam been, yeah at least once. Yeah, I think he's been a couple times, yeah. But I, I listen to Bert, and then um, I like Fitzdog. Uh, oh, you Bert's, listen to Fitzdog Radio? That's yeah. like your number well, two. Well, Bert's the only one I listen to no matter what. But then I have a whole series really? that I listen to depending on the guest. Like uh, Fitzdog, Rogan, uh, Your Mom's House. Uh, oh, really? Uh, I forgot. I can't think of right now. So it's kind of weird. There's like, as far as I can tell, there's two popular like universes. Yeah. There's the Ace universe and the Rogan universe, where Ace is, you know, the the Doctor Drews and the uh, Vinny Tortoriches mm-hmm. and the all that stuff. And then there's the Rogan universe, which branches off and it's like the the Christina P and um, 
uh, Tom or what is her Tom Segura. Yeah, Tom Segura. There's the Your Mom's House, and then there's the R. A. Shafir. Everything that basically branched off of the two. Uh, I guess you would call them like the flagship or I, I, I don't know. It's like there's Adam Carolla and then there's Joe Rogan and then there's everything that kind of trickled off of them. And there's a little bit of like weird overlap. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, that's great. Like when there's like a, it's, it's like one of those old 80s sitcoms when there's a crossover because you'll hear Fitz Dog over on Bert or your mom's house, but then he goes on Adam and same with Dr. Drew. Dr. Drew is now doing a new show with Tom called uh, Drew After Dark. And that's pretty good. Have you listened to yeah. that yet? Uh, no, I haven't. I'm, I've been into this. Uh, I've been telling, I've been talking Chris's ear off about the, the podcast network. So I've been listening to a lot of like conspiracy theory, like assassination, <laughs> um, all this type of stuff. Like they just did one on the moon landing, but they lay out like both sides of it. And so you get to like, get deep into the whole moon landing conspiracy theory thing. That's cool. But they all lay them both out. I, I've been into that. And then also, you know, talk time radio available on all your favorite podcast. Apps. But it's like, um, yeah, so I, I, I've, I've been, I've been coming a little bit disinterested in, in Rogan a little bit. No, lately. no. I, I only listen to him depending on the guest. If there's a guest yeah. I really love. Did we I'll talk about this already? At some point, or uh, like on Facebook, I don't think or so yeah, it's the first time I mentioned Rogan, but it's like no, but you okay. guys always mention like Rogan's on the fence, and I totally agree with that. And when he had fucking Alex Jones on last week, I was it fucking oh my god, it pissed me off so much that he would just sit there and let that guy spew shit, and that guy is the worst, that's the biggest piece of shit in the face of the earth, and he <coughs> oh, just really? gave him well, a platform. Yeah, yeah, well, he's in yeah, here, is... here in Austin, so I'm actually pretty familiar with him. I I actually did. Uh, I Alex did Jones is in Austin. Yeah. Yeah, he's in Austin. He? I, I'm actually, yeah, I did work for his ex-wife. His ex-wife owes me three grand. And she's actually, if you go to my Yelp page, um, Exotic Pools, I don't, you know, I've talked, it was one of my podcasts, basically. I trolled Yelp. I called them and I was like, fuck you, you know, because they're a bunch of fucking extortionist hacks. But the the person in question, one of the big kind of, talking points i guess that i had was alex jones's ex ex-wife it's a fucking cunt but um but yeah i mean yeah some of the stuff he says is legit but yeah i, I just wish that he didn't get drunk when he went on the show oh my god if he, he just did. stayed sober yeah. like it would be fun and then eddie bravo is a cunt yeah I don't he's understand. just a fucking I, retard I, I, I he's still one of these flat earther guys i don't know i can't do that i don't I understand do the, the friendship earth. between Brogan and Bravo because he's so fucking just out there with all his computers. You know, well, he wasn't always like that. They were friends. They've, you know, they, they, they've been friends since like the, the mid nineties or something. But Eddie Bravo has just become a fucking retard. Yeah. No, totally. the whole flat earth thing. But anyway, so, uh, next question. Um, so you've met Ace. Yeah. I'll definitely met Ace. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. How did and he's go? like, he's, and I, I mean, I've loved him for, I mean, most of my life now, 30 years. I mean, I'm 40 or 40, 46 or 47. I'm 46. I'll be 47 in July. So yeah, but 30 Class years. Of 90. Been, yeah. So I'm in. Yeah. Y'all you know, around the same age. That's cool. So I love him, but, and I met him a few times. I mean, every time I shot him. So, and you know, one of my main goals, one of my bucket lists was I always wanted for Ace to remember my name. And every time I met him, I had to reintroduce myself. I, I never <laughs> oh, got shit. there. 
You're never going to get that kind of satisfaction out of Ace. I, I know. Yeah, so maybe out of call- Lynette. Lynette remembers names, but uh, Ace is like. You know. Actually, so, I, and- you know what? I, I well, I only met Lynette once, and I was at the 24-hour war premiere. But all the other times, she wasn't there. Well, at the live podcast, Lynette kind of gave Addy a shout out. That was nice. Amy, That's cool. Amy Duff as well. So you can kind of tell she she pays attention and remembers the names, but. For Ace, you know, he'll remember the uh, theme song to a 1970s Bill Cosby show, but like, <laughs> no, you know, not remember the name of his biggest fan, you yeah, know, literally, know. literally like his number one fan in the universe. So, eh. but you know, it's Ace. Yeah. No, I, I yeah. feel bad. I, I know there's tons of podcasts out there and there's tons of content and it's all, I'm sure, very interesting. I don't know. I I, just, I don't maybe I don't have the time, but I also I don't like falling behind on ACS. I don't like yeah. not knowing what's going on, even if it's even if I'm annoyed or whatever. I just don't like. I don't yeah, like so I not struggle. Knowing. I struggle with that when I first wanted to stop listening and quit. It was like I had that fear of missing out because he was such a big part of my life forever. Sure, that I had to listen to every episode, and so when I finally stopped listening to the actual podcast then i would still go on to like reddit to find out what the episode was talking about but reddit is fucking horrible oh yeah yeah they did shit on everything he does and i was like and i just quit so it was like i was like yeah this is like fuck that guy and it was just so negative energy but i was just so curious of like what are they still talking about but it took a long time but eventually i just let it all go and it's like i'll be okay if i don't know what's going on I think I've only seen ACS stuff on Reddit two or three times. One was for the bucket list because I searched it and it was a Reddit page where someone had listed all of his bucket list items. But the other time was just out of curiosity because I had heard about it and I went and they were just, and it was just, it, it you know, it's if you think the ace holes group is bad. No, no. I mean, there were people just like destroying Lynette, like just yeah. really I mean, if you think the ace holes are mean spirited, this is like times yeah. Reddit a Reddit is really toxic. It was just the, these people like hate listen to every episode, and all they do is they listen to every episode <laughs> and just bitch about it. And I was just like, yeah, just find something else to listen to and enjoy your day and just be positive. Yeah, yeah, I don't get yeah, that. Li- yeah, listen to talk time radio or something. Yeah, talk like- time radio with Tommy Shenanigans. <laughs> <laughs> Or if you're going to complain, <laughs> make it original, you know, yeah, like something original to complain about or make it funny yeah. or just, yeah, so, just, just kind of shut up. And that was the thing is like, cause I love Ace. I've loved him so much and he's so creative, but he just puts in so many hours that you have to repeat yourself to fill time. And that was just like, yeah, I always, for the longest time, I wish I got, if you went to one, to, not one, but two to three episodes a week and only one podcast, he would be fucking gold, and I'd probably start listening again. But if he's doing five podcasts a week plus all the other ones, he's just yeah. If there's a if there are any newbies out there, that seems like that's a mistake to, to start listening to all of the oh, oh, yeah. Universe would, podcasts. Yeah, we're, that's well, like we're gonna uh, tell we're gonna tell Richie <laughs> we're gonna tell Richie this. Yeah, yeah. My friend, uh, the guy that we're having on Saturday is is my friend that I came across uh he's my drummer basically and we just I don't, I don't know somehow it never came up and we just uh met up the other day and we were rocking out and somehow adam carolla came up he's like yeah you know i got him to like a, a year ago i was like what 
I was like, how the fuck have we never talked about this? So we're going to have, he's going to be yeah, our he's first. On, he's on this weekend recording. That'll, yeah, that'll we're, be cool. We're doing him Saturday. So it's going to yeah. be cool. I thought everybody would like to, because like I've mentioned several times, like we're kind of grizzled vets at this point. I mean, you more than anybody. It's like, you've been listening for. Yeah, I'm kind of numb to the whole thing, but I, <laughs> I would love to hear like fresh ears. like they're Yeah, yeah, it's cool. It, but we're, we're going to warn him basically not to <laughs> download yeah, all the other one ones. or two, yeah. maybe occasional, a number two occasionally. But other than that, just, yeah, yeah it's kind yeah, of. Yeah, don't uh, go all in. So, uh, <laughs> so Jeff, what tool tunes you got for us? Oh, baby? so I thought, I've been thinking about this. <laughs> so I have a tool tune and then I have an entire tool album that I think. Oh, good. So the tool tune I came up with is probably Cry Little Sister. No, Silence, Crickets. Cry Little Sister is from from Lost Boys. The movie? Yeah, it's it's a new song from Lost Boys. Okay, well, there's, okay, who's it by? Because there's a couple. Marilyn Manson apparently did it. I'll I'll pull it up. Let's Uh, go Lost Boys soundtrack. Uh, a second. Uh, okay. Oh yeah, here it goes. Ger- Gerard McGarnan. It was total from the time, like that time frame when it was out. It was like it, like quintessential. It was Gerard oh. McMahon. Why is yeah, I'm interesting to hear this to 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 see if I recognize it or not. That's it. I hear it. Because it just reminds me I was a kid. So it was recorded I'm, in 2016, is what you're saying. That's what it sounds like. Yeah, driving. Did that I movie see. suck or was it just me? That well, you know what? I tried to rewatch it recently <laughs> and I was I could not finish it. I it's terrible. Like, I'm sure yeah. it doesn't hold up, but at that it does not when hold it up. came out, I watched it many it was times. A sh- it was a shit when it came out, but it does not hold up. I try to watch it and I'm like, this is This is dark. Oh, yeah. Hey, I'm a little worried about you driving down the road with this song blaring. Oh, yeah, dude. I go into dark places when I listen to this. Yeah, this is dark as Looking at that telephone pole, maybe I should just just turn the wheel. (laughs) I've had those thoughts. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, that... All right. The chorus is, yeah. The chorus makes it. Oh, and the, like the boys' choir behind. Yeah. Me? Oh, yeah. Now, while while you were jamming this, I was doing. Um, what's that scene from um, Footloose where he's like in the warehouse and the he montage? does like, angry dancing, and he's like he does, he does full on Olympic level oh, yeah, gymnastics. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Uh, risking tetanus. Never, 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 never. So, right. so that's my my one tool tune, but I have a tool album, and I don't know if anybody's ever had one of those. Uh, nope. All right, well, so Ace of Base, I saw this uh, one, but no, so but no one's yeah. ever, no guest has ever said, yeah, that. nobody's ever. So yeah, the tool album got? is Genesis, the self-titled Genesis. That is every song oh, on that album is. Is er, that the one with um, with Mama and um, Silver Rainbow and House by the. Uh, Oh, is that not the one with uh? It's always the sun. No, no, no. Uh, classic, classic. That's all. Genesis not... is awesome. I feel yeah. like I was just talking to someone about this yourself about um 
Genesis, not maybe it was maybe one of their last albums as a band. Definitely, you know, it's on the tip of my tongue. This is in the last. This is the last week I was talking to someone about it and that album. So what 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 was the album called again? It was this Genesis Genesis. Oh, there were these. The opening track, Mama. I like. I love that song. All right, we'll just play that one. Well, that, that song. Huge, takes a I would long suck time to get Phil going. Collins' fucking dick. Swear to God. Uh, I'm not. I wasn't a huge fan of his solo, but yeah. What? My my sister kind of. Um, how, how my sister's you? like five years older than me, and so she had Genesis tapes that yeah, I kind of started I listening to. It's like that was kind of like my path into a lot of music. So. That's all. That song. That's all. It's always the same. It's oh yeah. What's this? This, yeah, this is Mama. But so I used to be in a metal, uh, like a heavy metal band, and I've always wanted to do like a super metal cover of this song. But this song takes four minutes before it gets going, so it takes forever. Oh, uh, should I fast forward it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Oh shit! I accidentally yeah. restarted it. It okay. just keeps going like this. <laughs> Classic so, Genesis is good stuff. I, I, I love Phil Collins because he was a drummer, but then he's like a singer. He's got a lot of soul in his voice. I like mm-hmm. that. Yeah, this part really kicks in. This is the part where I, I imagine the heavy metal cover version of it just fucking just going off. Yeah, well, this is the play AB function yep. that you be exercising. Yeah. Is Genesis, would they be considered prog rock? That was yeah, a discussion so. on ACS. Yeah, you should call it progressive rock. Yeah. I think they, they talked about on a recent show, like the Rolling Stone Top 25 prog rock. and Yeah. It's like Pink Floyd. I don't know that they mentioned Genesis, but... I would think they're in that list. Yeah, probably. I can't believe you don't like Phil Collins solo stuff. That's like some of the best shit ever. No, I mean, I, I'm just yeah. not a. I'm not. I wouldn't buy the album. But what? These yeah. like No Jacket Required, his old stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. Or Susudio or whatever. Okay, I don't count Susudio. No, nobody does. Let's be. Any like the MTV videos. You know, once an hour, Phil Collins. That. Well, that what was that cover that he did, Jeff? Uh, the cover was oh shit. Mama said can't, something. Or, oh yeah, can't buy yeah. me love. Can't yeah. She said love, love, don't come easy. All right. So we have That's so it. basically we have a lot of respect for you because you know Andrew came on here with some fucking Spice Girls. Oh. So, um yeah, it was disappointing. Yeah. Um, this is a man's man tool tune. Yeah. Yeah. It was an, also an era where like, I had that tape and I'd drive around and it was yeah. just flipping that tape over nonstop. <laughs> you know, just like, so yeah. you couldn't, you couldn't yeah. just click tracks. You had to like push yeah, the you button had to, to fast forward. And so um, when I was in high school, uh, we drove down to Ensenada, Mexico. And me and my buddy, and we had two tapes in his little fucking pickup truck, and it was Genesis, and then Jane's Addiction. Nothing shocking. And 
We listened to those two tapes for a week straight because that's the only two tapes we had. And there's no radio station. It was just like, that's all we had for a week. Oh, that's good stuff. And another so, yeah, another thing I would disagree with Ace on is Steve Miller Band. I don't know. I'm they sure suck. Oh, my God. Them. Dude, no, no, no. Hacked. That was oh one my of God. my, I, I don't, you know. That was one of my tapes I had in the car, like high school partying driver. Oh rounds. my god, they suck! Is that, are those the guys that do abracadabra? Mm-hmm. Okay, let me let me let me let me express to you the brilliance that is Steve Miller. It goes no. like this: Abra, abra, cadabra. I want to reach out and grab you. It's like I can already tell I mean, you're you picking the worst song with the worst I, okay, line. That was that, the most popular. I'm sure, the studio was like, <laughs> "You need to have ten tracks on this album." Like, dude, but that is just such a sign. That's such an obvious sign of lazy songwriting. And then there was also the "I'm a Joker." I'm oh a my god! I'm a bit <sighs> I like that song. God, that oh, brings back god. memories. All right, we're done, Chris. This podcast is done. We're done. Yeah, nah. we're done. Pretty sure I'm right. No. Give him, give him the applause. Me, Cut him off. Let me, let me check. Well, I had to. I'm right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure I'm the one that has the. No. Hey, there you go. Chris is done. Thanks for joining us, Chris. Yeah, Everybody nice has. Every, yeah. It was nice knowing him. Welcome to Endless Randers with uh, Jaden and Jeff. Listen here, cry little. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's got those albums that maybe they're not the best, but no, that's the whole Boston, of Tool Tune. Boston oh yeah, well, was I, another I, I, tape I had that. that that just that, okay. That's good. Though. That time in life was just you're redeeming yourself. Hey, no, I had look, I had Ace Steve of Miller Base. Band is when you're driving around like like no girls no. in a high school party and they like it. That's that's what you got to do. This is a recurring theme with Chris. He he claims he listened to a lot of music because that was the only way you could get laid, and so it was like, what, uh, what was what was some of these uh, songs? You was it Sheriff? I think I. No. <laughs> I couldn't be like a yeah. sheriff song. He'd be like, um, "Well, what was the one I, that they?" I uh, think I've, I've I've said this like twice before. In he's like, "Yeah, because that's what chicks like." We talk. Yeah, he's like, "Because that's what chicks liked." And I'm like, "Oh, that's what got you late is listening to that fucking gay ass song." By the way, no, 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 no. To, no, to no. be fair, it was I, more I, like I did like the song. Every hot chick in middle school loves Prince, so it's like. Yep. Oh yeah. Prince is cool. <laughs> oh my god. Now it's I, like I can't. You know, I, would, I, I, I would never, never like listen to it. Yeah. yeah. But it's like, hey, if if all the girls are talking exactly. about Prince, well, what I tried are you to convince to them. They stand yeah, up in front to... of all the chicks and be like, Prince sucks. You're terrible. <laughs> You're all wrong. And then it's like you just get beat up in the hallway. You know? Yeah. Know? Well, I tried to convince them to listen to. Uh, I think it was. Uh, I think it was Ira. I was trying to convince y'all to listen to Two Hundred Balloons. The song from the Batman, you know, two hundred. The song, oh, the song where like the Batman with soundtrack f- with Prince or something. Well, it was the Batman soundtrack, but it was the song that was playing when they had like the big floats. And he's like, he stole my balloons. You know, the song that plays like <laughs> right. He's like, I'm giving away free money. And where is but you the know Batman? my feelings on the Batman movies? Which yeah. ones? All well, of we're, well, we're wait, wait, even the Christopher guys. Nolan ones. Yeah, you know, Batman. Because, Batman is a a hack cunt, as Jaden would say. Wow, no, of I a superhero. Say that wait, about wait, 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 the Christopher Nolan movies. He's only Chris, done we've the already, one, right? No, he did three. He did three asshole. of the Batmans. 
Yeah. Yes. Well, you always talk. All you ever talk about is Dark Knight. Dark. Yeah, Knight, those, Dark those Knight. are the you and Bald movies. You and Bald Brian. What's the Dark Knight okay, trilogy? You and Bald Brian and now Jeff. I get Dark Knight. Dark Knight. Yeah, those are. Oh, fucking those are the amazing. best. Those are they're aside from just being the best Batman movies, they're just some of the best movies ever made. Yeah, Dark remarkable. Oh, oh my god! Oh my god! Oh. We are so done. Forget All right, Jaden. Chris, it was nice knowing Listen you. Listen to Endless Riders with uh, Jaden and Jeff. <laughs> Jaden and Jeff, he's in here. <laughs> you love it. No, I, so um, I know I'm right. So, uh, so Jeff, tell us something about yourself that people would never guess. Uh, Not to put you on the spot, but I drowned when I was two years old. Wow, you, that's you, crazy. Yeah, you, you you drowned. I drowned. So. I, uh, when I was two years old, I was at my aunt's house and, um, she had a pool obviously and they had a gate, but somebody left the gate open and I was walking on the pool and I, I fell in, didn't know how to swim. And so I drowned. They, uh, they found me floating face down in the pool. My dad jumped in, pulled me out, gave me CPR and brought me back. Wow. Um, and ever since then I've been in love with the water. And it's like, uh, my grandmother used to tell me the story before she passed away was I used to call her. I would, I called her up after it happened and said, uh, grandma, I was like, I know how to drown. Now I know now I, I need to learn how to swim. And so I learned how to swim after that. And I've been in love with the water and I became a, a diver. And, uh, I have, a, yeah. I have something uh, somewhat similar. That's, that's, that is an incredible story. Yeah, so I was actually That's like, up. I don't know if you call it clinically dead, but I was floating face down in the pool. Wow, I would call that. I mean, you're you were unconscious. Yeah, uh, I mean, I think yeah. I had something similar in that it it something happened and then it became kind of a lifelong uh, passion. But I think I was about four years old, fishing with my dad and my sister. My dad was at the top of a hill or something. So we were down at like a, a river or something. And I fell in to a pool. And I had this like vivid memory of being under. And I could not swim. So I was just down yeah. at the bottom. And then like I kind of like had this weird memory of my sister like screaming like daddy, daddy, whatever. And then I guess my dad like jumped down this hill and jumped in and pulled me out. I'm, I, I don't know how long I was in or if, you know, I was. I don't, I'm sure I wasn't dead, but it was just like a, it's like a weird memory. And then I just love fishing. Yeah. Yeah. I I had a similar thing too. I, I I fell into a lake. We were, we were fishing once when I was little and I used to love Alf. I still, to this day, I love, (laughs) I love Alf. I love Alf. Who doesn't love Alf? Yeah. We talked about this, like, I want to say first, it might've been the first episode. We talked about how much me and Chris love Alf. First or second. I I love Alf. I love Alf. He's hilarious. I can't. Great show. Uh, yeah, he's it's he's on. Oh, show. by the way, Alf is on that Tubi TV app, like the whole series. I, I, really? Yeah. yeah, it's it's free on the the app that I have on my TV. I think it's um. So oh no, um, oh, go ahead. Um, so when I was in high school, and we were we used to like always talk about Alf, and I came up with a, a sequel to Alf, and it was. I mean, at the time, oh, right now it's, it's not politically correct, but at the time it was hilarious. And I used to say it would be funny if they came out with a sequel called Ralph. And so instead of alien life form, it was 
Ralph was his retarded brother. And it was called Retarded <laughs> Alien Life Form. I go, how funny would it be if they had a sequel to Alf, but the guy was not all there. And not his name politically was correct, but still funny. Yeah. I thought it was funny. Yeah, I would watch it it's, and beat off to it. I think but you can't Alf say was, uh, Alf was like my formative years of, you know, what's funny, what's not funny. I love that yeah. show. Oh, dude, it's still, it still holds up. I mean, I was too, like, I watched it, you know, because um, I'm a little bit younger than you are. Like, I watched it when I was, I watched reruns when I was like eight to 10 or, you know, six. I, I don't remember what, I, I guess it was out in the late 80s or I don't, I don't know. Yeah, the whole, he wanted to eat the family's cat. like, And he would, he would uh, put it in his mouth and he would <laughs> swallow. I don't know why that was funny. Well, there's a whole, I've done all the research on ALF and there was like a whole, um, they, the set was actually built for like four feet up off the ground. It was on a platform so that they could, so that the puppeteer could control ALF, you know? Uh, And so there's like all these things, like people would like step off and like walk off and like actually get injured because they would like walk off because they'd have to have like a track set out for ALF. Anyway, let's, let's not get too, uh, too far into that, but, um. So Jeff, did you have anything to plug? Uh, yeah, if you, I mean, if you want to check out my photography, you can find me on Instagram. It's uh, yeah, it's great. One thirty down photography. It's one three zero down d o w n photography dot com. You can see me. That okay? That's Thank the you. website, and then your the your, website is one thirty down dot com, and then Instagram is one thirty down photography at. Oh, oh wait! It's oh, as so down photography. The website is just one thirty down, mm-hmm. and then the Instagram has got one. Yeah, down my down Instagram down. is just mainly just my music shots that I do. Um, yeah, you know, and it, it, it's actually cool shit. Um, to be quite honest, I I give photographers a ton of flack because there, you can, you'll probably agree. There's a lot of packs out there. Absolutely. There's a lot of people that claim to be photographers, but I will legitimately. I, I legitimately give you my endorsement. Thank you. Um, I do. I do a lot of different things, but like your stuff is, it really is impressive. Thank like you. Like I've seen some of the shit that that you do. You know. Yeah. And, um, you know, you get that uh that that aperture that that like exposure, whatever. You know what I'm talking about? Like yeah. you get that shit right. I it is very impressive. Thank um, you. Because I I do a little bit of um photography and like videography myself i'm not one of those guys i don't understand it like you do and i and i can recognize the difference so yeah one uh 130 down yeah 130 now photography on instagram my website is 130 com. yeah but, yeah it's, it's fucking beautiful thank you no my music is my really my only main point is i'm trying to support the the local music here and i just want to like shoot and capture the local musicians and give them a platform and trying to capture what they're putting out there. Cause I respect them so much and I just want to yeah. like represent them the best I can. So are yeah. you, and you do, are you, you, do. are you basically, you know, like a creative, a creative guy, like kind of into the arts and stuff, but day job, day job is uh day job is not that, yeah, so my, my, my day job is, you know, I'm an IT manager, but I, like, I find my creative outlet through photography, and, you know, I just put everything to there. How well, long have you been one, one, doing photography? How long? Uh, well, I first started 
shooting when I was diving because I that's how the the name one thirty down came about because I was uh I was I was going to ask about that yeah uh, so I was scuba diving and taking pictures I just wanted to capture what I was seeing underwater so the limit of recreational diving is one hundred thirty feet so I came up with yep. the name one hundred thirty feet down one thirty nice. down that's fucking cool uh, yeah. so I shot. Because I used to be a scuba instructor for 10, 12 years. And that's even cooler. So I that's how I got my photography. And then I hurt my back and I didn't die for several years. And then this one day I one of my friends' bands was shooting. And I decided to go shoot him. And then I was like, something clicked. I'm like, this is what I want to do, shoot live music. And I just ran with it. Dude, you do a fucking great job Thank because you, man. like Chris, I don't I don't know if you're aware of it. There's this weird thing called exposure, mm-hmm. like, and it it um I'm a I'm a I'm a, a Lumix GH two guy, so the camera that I have is that there's several um I bought this camera specifically for this reason. There's there's this guy named Shane Carruth that makes movies. He made a movie called Primer, and he made a movie called uh, Upstream Color, and they're on Netflix. And what they did was they hacked this camera to record at a higher bit rate. Do you know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you can basically get 4K quality out of a 1080 um, capture. Uh, do you know what I'm talking about? Like, yeah. Like, like the, the bit rate is like, it's huge. And so um, I found these guys that were selling these uh, Panasonic Lumix GH2s and, and I bought them. But what I realized is like, well, that's only half the battle is owning a, a decent camera. Like you got to really have an understanding for exposure, exposure and like aperture and all that. And like you do, man, like your stuff is really good. I, I can't, I yeah. can't you know, express that enough. I agree. And it was, you know, it was, it was actually all those years shooting underwater that was, I was shooting in bad lighting and, you know, I was shooting like marine life, which is unpredictable. You can't tell them to pose a certain way. So it was all those years of trying to anticipate and predict of when it would a good shot would be, and I think all those years of shooting underwater helped me shoot live music because you have oh, four yeah. to five different yeah. musicians moving to different times. There's different lighting. You don't you can't tell them what to do, so you just have to kind of anticipate and know where to be. And I think that kind of helped me out. Yeah, pattern recognition. Yeah. Well, first, first off. Just because I don't listen to Biggie Smalls and Tupac doesn't mean I don't <laughs> fucking know what exposure is. What it, you know. But secondly, yeah, I could I could see that. That's but it, it's easy. It's probably easy to do bad or mediocre photography, but it's you know, I don't know. Um, Got to be infinite times more difficult to actually do great photography. Yeah, you know, it is. Understand I, all I, I recognize it when I see it. You know, I, yeah. I don't know. I'm a sound guy. Like I, I play fucking prog rock. I get fucking baked, and I, you know, write fucking songs. And, and but like I, I, I can recognize when somebody has a legit understanding of the craft, and you absolutely do, sir. Thank you. So, yeah, like, I'm. I'm trying to turn. It I, into I'm telling a you, man. I. Yeah. Hey, man. Keep going. You know. Keep doing what you're doing because um if somebody if um you know just an everyday joe like me can can recognize it i I would imagine that the people that uh decide yeah i I appreciate it you know 
it's a very competitive field to get into and it's hard yeah, but it is. i just got to yeah. keep plugging away yeah no and um yeah so 130 down yeah 130 that's down. what it is yeah so jam it so uh if there's a Unless there's anything else you want to get off your chest, uh, we'll, we'll close. Uh, well, I had a question for you. Yeah. So you've met a lot of ace holes. Yeah. Or, you know, ACS lists. Well, just a few. Actually, I met a few in person. Yeah. Well, you know, you met like at least 20 on uh, Saturday night. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, that night, yeah. Before that, uh, I met a few and others in person. All right. So who have you not met that you would most want to meet? So out of all the ACS listeners, so I have I have my three top that I really well, I would say four, but Frank doesn't count because I know I'll never meet Frank Drackman. I <laughs> yeah, guess he's know. unmeetable. He is yeah. a fucking snuffleupagus. You'll never. He's an meet enigma him. wrapped in a ring. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. my other top three is uh, Michael J. Marsh and Cody Cook. Those two guys I've been friends with forever, and I know they live in the same area, and I keep hoping to head up to their area someday and, and have a beer with them and hang out with them. Cause those oh, the two of them the live in the same area, not the yeah. same area as you. No, no, they yeah. both live in like the Portland uh, area, I think. Oh, okay. Gotcha. You should offer them a blowjob. Yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm down for that. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> that will make a dude. Well, this is aside from Jade. This is aside from Jaden. No, I, yeah. I didn't hear my, I didn't hear my name. No, anymore. well, I mean, anyway, well, cause I did meet Chris on Saturday. So that was cool. Yeah. Um, it was unimpressive. But the other person is is top of my list is Bridget because she is so fucking funny and so creative. Oh I've yeah, Chris, so we got to get her on. Yeah, we uh, got to. She's get her been on. invited. She has a baby. So yeah, she's got not, a couple of. Oh, it's not yeah, she's got Presley and her little baby. Yeah, but she's yeah, she's so funny. But now at that age, it is like a twenty four seven job. Oh, absolutely. You never know what's going. Yeah, happen. it's our podcast is more important. I but, find um, it best to ignore your children. <laughs> But I've 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 had um, Manny and uh, John Annenberg. He's like an old time. He's an OG. He's come over. My both of them have been over to my house for dinner and kind of hang out. You said then, Manny? Yeah, Manny. Yeah, he's a great guy. Yeah, he's been over. Uh, like he's because he lives in Pasadena, which is not that far from me. And I remember one time I was just like throwing out an invite, saying, "Hey, it's a couple of my my really good friends are coming over to the fire pit. That we're gonna have some drinks and smoke." And he's like, I'll be right over. And he showed up. I was like, all right, cool. <laughs> yeah. He, he's definitely, he, he had a, a podcast. I think he stopped it. Right, Chris? Yeah. It's called, um, what, how, how we figure. Yeah. How That's we it. figure. How we figure. I actually listened to like all of their episodes and it, it was a great podcast. Uh, hopefully they bring it back. That's right more. behind. Um, but it, but it's cool that you met him. So did, did you have anything else to uh, plug? Cause we're, it's, it's kind of, kind of right. Chris, we're kind of coming to a, yeah. Unless there's anything else you want to plug or just anything else you want to talk about. So we got no, your I, Cody and Michael. Yeah. Michael J. Marsh. Is he, I know that name, but I don't know he's, if he's in the main group. I, or he might've left by ER now. Group. Yeah, yeah, but he was like, he was Michael, we call him MGM, just for short, that him and I are the ones we've connected the most, and he was just like my soulmate and when I was back in the group. Yeah, it was... Like Andrew, uh, Andrew Juicy trying to fuck me last week. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Oh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, before we close, uh, more shout-outs. I was kind of scattered in the intro, but Andrew McGee, McGiffin, 
thank you very much for yeah. putting the yeah the Saturday night thing together. Yeah, and, thank you, you know, Andrew. That was cool. Bugging Kalen enough to where he was just like, "All right, fuck it." Yeah, <laughs> Kalen looked annoyed the whole people. night we were there, but that was cool that he did that. It was cool. Yeah, that was that was uh, yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, um, and then the second studio, I I that was that was really. Yeah, that was the first uh, time I've been there. Studio? I don't really have word. Oh, no, the, the, where, where the warehouse. Were. Or oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because I've been to the regular studio before, but that was the first time I went to the other warehouse to see the car. So that was cool. Damn, I'd like to hang out there. I think I want to be a lackey. But, oh. yeah. Oh, uh, also, uh, I didn't get a chance to mention it going like a half hour back. So you mentioned the lackeys, like who does he oh, hire yeah. and... Does he hire the biggest dipshits or whatever? But Ace actually spent some time on this oh, a few oh, years yeah. back where he came in, he was in a bad mood, and he was and he was uh, basically saying if Mike August was that good, then he would be, you know, Brad Pitt's manager. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it was it was that was a that was a memorable rant he went on. You know what I mean? Because yeah, that that kind of makes sense. If you are the most talented, you know, business manager in the entertainment world, then yeah, you probably are working for uh, Brad Pitt or who, exactly. whatever A-listers. So it's kind of it was kind of derogatory, but also very true. No, anyway. but um, <laughs> but all the lackeys I met, like I know that Gary t- gets a ton of shit online. Uh, a lot of people like him, but. Every time I've interacted with him, he's been like a nothing. ton of pussy or a ton of like negative. No, just negative. Everyone just shits on Gary. Uh, he's been always so. When I used to shoot for Adam, he was always so cool with me, and he he hooked me up every. He time. Seems like a nice guy. Yeah, he during the like, last cool his the last year of his tenure uh, with ACS, at least was, he was I thought he he was actually a very sympathetic figure, but maybe before that, but at the last year, or so yeah, everybody's kind of. Feeling for him, and now now he seems Maxipata, Loxamana. Yeah, he's taking the brunt. He's taking the brunt of the. Yeah, um, I I basically have come to the point where when Adam starts shitting on a lackey that's in the control room trying to handle so many things at one time, because I I I kind of do the same thing. Is like you got multiple shit going on. It's like sometimes I'm trying to look up something while somebody's trying to talk to me, and it's like. It gets weird, you know? And so, um, basically, Chris took over Gary's job. I guess okay. I guess Gary got tired of it and, and considered another position or whatever. And uh, I, I absolutely cannot blame them. And it was like, actually, uh, was it... I think it was Andrew, right, Chris, that, that brought up that on the water cooler, what they do is basically confirm what you already kind of thought they, they, they basically clear up their side of the argument. Yeah. You know I, I get about? that. Yeah. I also yeah, another, like, that, that, and that's, and that's cool because I could totally see that. I was like, cause I hear it all the time. It was like ACE. And I think he just does it to fill time, you know, to be fair to him, but he hates on Chris hard, just like he used to with, with Gary. Well, I've never tried. Like, I've never tried this motivational method with employees, but like maybe I will. Like, it, well, no, I'm, just, I'm kidding. But like, you know, someone that works for you, if you just kind of deem them half tarred, 
Yeah, if you just shit on him. It's like, oh. you just shit on, if you just yeah, shit hey, on them long uh, enough, hey, maybe they'll improve. Welcome to the meeting, half-tart Bill. Like, that's yes. probably not good. Or it's like, hey, I'm going to rhyme your name with a tampon. Like, feminine hygiene product. Like, hey, this will di- really get you. This will really get you into me and like yeah. listening to me really closely. Yeah. I have a theory that that's why Gary moved on is basically if if you're Adam's assistant for long enough, assistant producer or whatever you want to call it, if you're that for long enough, you can only last long enough. I mean, you know, it's nobody. Nobody's really to blame. You know, yeah, I think it's just nobody's like really a natural. Thing. Thought it, yeah. yeah, it's just kind of a natural thing that kind of plays out, and it's like. Uh, I mean, how long do you think you would last in that position? You know, it's just like, you know, so, so Chris is the, is the next up to bat and, and he handles it like a champ. But what Andrew was saying is there's a cool dynamic where there's another podcast where you can go. If one were so inclined, you can go it like kind of investigate and be like, well, what really happened in that weird moment? And the information is out there, but we all know, you know, we all know he's just being a little hard on him. So, but also Chris Loxamana, like he, his, uh, his style is basically to blow Adam off and all his criticisms on air and all that, which maybe is not the best strategy for an employee, but yeah, totally understand not, yeah. it, you know, totally get that. Yeah. Thanks a lot, Jeff, for coming yeah. in. We really appreciate it. We know yeah, it was kind of short notice. We had a scheduling change, but really appreciate it. Really, it was great to meet you Saturday and you know, kind of th- thanks for guiding us along Saturday night and uh, really great even talking to you more, you know? Yeah, yeah, it was great. So everybody out there, make sure you check us out on Facebook, the Endless Rainers Podcast Facebook group and Twitter, Endless Rangers, and Instagram at Endless Rainers Podcast. So, and Talk Time Radio. And Talk Time Radio, of course, they'll volunteer podcast. And then uh, 130 down photography. Yeah, that's me. Google it. Nice book, Chris. So uh, on that note, this is Jaden saying, get it on. This is Chris, get it on. This is Jeff, get it on. Truth is I-